to be this like all night Indian food place and they delivered. So like if I wanted curry at three o'clock in the morning, I could call them and be like, hey. Damn, that's pretty freaking awesome. And they knew me by name. So there's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, Greg, we're going to send the usual. <laughs> we'll see you in 15 minutes. Like, Thanks, guys. <laughs> that's amazing. I have my windows open because it's a really nice night. So if you hear any New York City noises, like, don't worry, there's gates on my window. I'm safe. <laughs> Ignore the sirens. Ignore them. Do you hear them? No, I can't hear them. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Hello and welcome to It's Like This, your one-stop shop for everything pop, culture that is. I'm Eliane. And I'm Greg. Do you notice that I always kind of sing the intro <laughs> a little bit? I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I do that all the time. I, I like torture Myron and pretty much anyone around me. Like I'll just start singing randomly like what I'm saying to them I, I do it at, at work too I'd be like to my kids like Miss Rodriguez hasn't had her coffee and they're like oh god here we go that's very much that's very much a teacher thing because I feel like I had teachers who who did that <laughs> yeah and usually I'm singing to like warn you it's about to not be so pretty so just be careful when Miss Rodriguez sings huh How's your week been? It's it's been good. It's been it's been it's been pretty low key. You know, busy as busy as usual. Um, you know, nothing nothing spectacular. Well, Heathcliff moved out. He what he moved in with my aunt for a few weeks. Hopefully, only for a few weeks. Oh no! Because her vet has been taking really good care of him, and you know, we want him to heal, and so he's gonna stay there. It's just easier for her to take him than for me to have to Uber yeah. each way, like minutes, 40 minutes out of my way, you know. It's just been a lot, so it's been a crazy week. I just got my nails did, though. And for, for the listeners, they look fucking fantastic. <laughs> I am absolutely in love. Shout out to my nail tech, Jay. Nail shark. Hey. Okay. In New York, hit her up. Yeah. So it's, let's, what are we talking about this week? There have been some things. <laughs> there have been some things. Um, and, you know, not, not all of them real great. Right. Um, so, so let's, let's start on, on a positive note. Mm. Uh, not so positive for um, my bank account, oh. um, <laughs> but you know something something exciting. Uh, Rihanna has announced that she is doing a stadium tour Ooh. next year. Yes. Do you think? No. I mean, there there is time to put out new, new music. I don't know. I, I'm always like, I know I'm one of those annoying Rihanna fans that she's always telling, like, can you guys leave me the fuck alone and stop music? Like, but I, I wonder. I don't know. I mean... I feel like that she is going to drop new music either before the Super Bowl or like right after. And what she performs at the Super Bowl will be some of the new stuff. I, I agree. 
I think she's going to perform a new song in the middle of her set somewhere. Yeah. And we're going to heat it up. Actually, in the in the middle is, would be would be the perfect place to just like drop a new track, freak everybody the fuck out, and then go into like ponder replay or something. God, that'd be amazing. I'm I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl, the, the, to the Rihanna concert with a game in between. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I hope there's I hope there's like some some really good features on this album also. Like I f- I feel like a a Rihanna Cardi track might be fun or Rihanna and Megan Thee Stallion. <gasps> who coincidentally enough uh is hosting Saturday Night Live. I'm excited. I I'm actually going to watch Saturday Night Live or at least just the parts with that. Maybe I'll I'll record it and I'll just like <laughs> it's been real douchey lately. Right, right. What was it that happened last week? Everybody was in an uproar over some skit, but I, I, I honestly, I didn't catch it. I couldn't tell what was going on, but something problematic happened last week, and I'm just not that surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's very, um, like, I used to when, like, Leslie Jones and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were, were all there. Like I would, I would watch it religiously, but then, you know, recently it's just turned into, I watch it during the presidential cycle just to see everybody come through. Um, But it's, it's very like male dominated. And that's usually when SNL gets to its lowest. Yeah. Not only SNL, but I, I think we were talking about this recently. All of late night is just so. It's dick heavy. Yeah, it is very dick heavy. It is like a big bag of dicks. And I don't know, even even for two people, right, who both love dicks, dicks are not that pretty. Like, I don't want a whole big bag of them. Okay. It's just, it's too much late night, but I will be tuning in to see my bitch, my bitch Megan. I love her. You know, I love her. I'm obsessed with her. And, you know, she posted a picture as like a teaser and she looks incredible. She's wearing a see-through cat suit. Oh my God. I die. I like and and I hope like she's pursuing more of this. I like that she's getting into acting. Yes. Cause like she was she did a guest spot on on She-Hulk. Granted, she played herself, but like it was good. Yeah, I was I was laughing. I was like, that was funny. That was funny. Um and she and it and it wasn't cringy acting. I wonder if she's gonna go like the the Queen Latifah route. That would be dope. I love her. Love her. Um, you know who else I love? Issa Rae. Yes. And, you know, I I love one of the things I love about her is that she just always tells it to you bluntly, straight to the point, <laughs> no sugarcoating. And she is upset about the way Hollywood has just kind of protected Ezra Miller, um, just ignored the behavior. It's just kind of like sweeping it under the, you know, so she's she's bothered by that. And so am I. It's not fair because we all know. And, uh, you know, for the people that are going to be like, oh, why do you always make it about race? It's because everything in this fucking country is always about race. So when it stops being that way, then I'll I'll stop relating everything to it. But can't help but wonder that an actor who was of color or black would not get the same passes um, for that type of behavior. 
like Ezra Miller is getting. Let's localize it a little bit more. Um, let's say, for instance, that uh, the lead of the now scrapped Batwoman film had done this. Um, they, you know, what was shaping up to be a perfect film, they scrapped it because the little racist fanboys got up in their feelings. Warner Brothers and Hollywood in general would not have gone to bat for them, uh, for her, if you know she had like been grooming and you know breaking into people's houses and just like driving around with weapons in the car. I, I mean, all types of crossing the state lines thing so like isn't that federal I, i'm i'm very confused as to why they are not in trouble like i i'm I, i'm not i'm not confused but it still bugs me like i'm still <sighs> like why are they allowed to continuously roam free you know but you've got people serving life for stealing backpacks Right. Or like smoking some weed. <laughs> Not anymore because Joe Pardon, federal marijuana crimes. Just a little, <laughs> little tidbit there from the political side. But, you know, they they have to stop protecting Ezra Miller. And and I'm glad that Issa Rae said something. And I can't wait to see what she works on next. I'm, I'm always really excited to see uh, what what project she's got coming up. She's so creative. So good. She's she's good for like picking projects. Um, she she knows exactly what works for her, and yeah, more people should 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 be good at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking speaking of picking projects, um, there and this is another f- for me. This is another like twenty five years too late sequel thing you know there there will finally finally be a sister act three um whoopie's in it happy about that yes whoopie's in kiki palmer's gonna be in it happy about that i mess with kiki miss always booking the next gig palmer <laughs> yes booked and busy booked and busy bet midler's in it mm. Yeah. You know, that's that's gonna be a thing. Tyler Perry's producing, so so the wigs are gonna be not great. Um <laughs> uh, but maybe it will have a little bit of a different flair because Tyler Perry's producing. I don't know, maybe, maybe. I do know that I will probably watch it. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Absolutely will. Well, absolutely watch it. I need to know what I, you know, what I'm critiquing, but uh, yeah, it's a thing. I just, I don't understand this trend of 20, 30 years later, making a sequel or, or, or a prequel or a, I, I, I just, I don't get it. Working. See, even, even like a sister act prequel where like, you know, it follows like Dolores. How did she end up in Reno? How, you know. That would be interesting. Yeah. It's like I'd, I'd watch that. I'd watch Kiki Palmer play Dolores Van Cartier, young Dolores Van Cartier. Holy shit. That would be amazing. Well, I don't think that's what's happening. So that sucks. But I will still watch it. And you know what? I, I will probably like it. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely going to watch it. I I. I will be very, very disappointed um, if 
Kathy Najimy and um, I can never remember her name. So the other little nun are not in it. And and also I, I'm hoping against hope that maybe, just maybe somebody manages to figure out a way to get Lauren Hill there on time. My God, <laughs> on time. She'll make it there for the last scene. She'll come in, make her little grand entrance, boom. See, if they had done this 15 years ago, the, the plot of the film could have been you know, a continuation of like Rita's story. Maybe Rita had a kid and, you know, gave up singing and, you know, you could bring Cheryl Lee Ralph back and Cheryl Lee Ralph goes to Whoopi Goldberg's character and is, and is like, Rita quit singing. Please talk to her. Yeah. Help me get her back to what she loved, her passion. Oh my goodness, Greg, they need to hire you to write these movies because I would watch the shit out of that. I mean, we just came up with two sister act films in five minutes. Like Hollywood, call us, put put me and Eliana in a room, write us a check and be like, all right, here are the ideas we have. How did how do we make these work? And we'll just say that's really whack. And we're gonna sit here and tell you how it's gonna be done. <laughs> exactly. See. <laughs> you know who doesn't though? need our advice to make some great content. And you know what? It's not even out yet. And I already know it's going to be fucking phenomenal. But did you see the new movie poster for The Little Mermaid? Oh, my God. Oh, perfection. Yes, it's fucking gorgeous. And and that red hair is on display. Right? It was like, hello, trolls. The mermaid still has red hair. Like, calm the fuck <laughs> calm down I, I let me tell you how excited I am about this movie in my calendar okay <laughs> let's see what date is that it's May right what I believe so yeah May 26th it comes out okay I have already booked a sister date oh nice with my sister we are going together and I was like bitch and you know we're gonna dress up so here we fucking come the ultimate sister date to watch the little mermaid we are so fucking excited like ah. the little mermaid is one of my favorite movies period like the original is but I'm not even concerned that they're gonna do bad with the sequel like with this remake because how can it be bad how can a world <laughs> so be wonderful be bad i mean even like the rest of the like the rest of the film could just absolutely fall to pieces it could absolutely be shit but hallie bailey singing part of your world even from that minute long snippet that we got that would that would save the whole film because i already know I'm going to be disappointed in Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. I just, I wanted Queen Latifah. I wanted Queen Latifah as Ursula. Did you watch The Little Mermaid Live? She did so fucking good. She stole that entire show. She stole the show. I don't, I, I mean, she was right there. I, I don't know what's happening with that casting. Maybe she had something else to do. I, I don't, I don't, how could they not? I mean, she already played it live. Live, live on national television, live. Didn't miss a note, didn't miss a beat. The acting was on point. She was amazing as Ursula. I don't understand why she's not involved in this movie. I, I really, that's something that I need answered because it's bothering me. <laughs> well, like, I remember 
um, and this has probably been like five, six years ago, um, when the rumors of a live action Little Mermaids first surfaced. Um, you know, the the rumored cast was, I believe that they had talked about having uh, Harry Styles play uh, Prince Eric, which would have been a choice. Um, what? And then I, I want to say like, uh, he was like the front runner for Prince Eric for a little while. Um, and I feel like um, it was like, it was Ariana Grande as as Ariel. Every time like a new rumor, a new casting rumor came out, it was always Queen Latifah's playing Ursula. How do you, how, who at Disney fumbled that bag? How could she not? I don't know. Somebody fucked up somewhere. And, and I'm not even saying this, like, I think Melissa McCarthy sucks or anything like that. She's not my favorite or anything like that. But I, I honestly don't think that she's up to the task of Ursula. And maybe she could shock me. I don't, I don't know. We shall see. But Ursula, to me, in my mind, ever since I saw The Little Mermaid live, just it, I was like, oh my God, Queen Latifah, what a fucking phenomenal choice i don't know poor unfortunate souls is so iconic so iconic and you know for for a lot of for a lot of queer people that song you know is is the favorite song from from the film you know the the original concept for ursula in the animated film was styled after divine so i just i am that's going to be the part of the movie i'm not gonna like yeah, I agree. That for me is the one thing that I have questions about, but I can't wait to see Hallie do the old justice. You know, you said Ariana Grande. That's pretty interesting to me because she's a, a, quite a, a, a talented singer. Like remove the the image, the she's problematic in some way, like just remove all of that. Her voice is really great. And she's the only person I've actually seen do a cover of Mariah Carey's emotions and hit all of those fucking notes at the end of that song. So she would have done well with the song and she would have looked cute as, as a mermaid too. But I'm very glad that it didn't work out that way. Because <laughs> I think Halle Bailey is going to knock our socks off. I really do. And I and I feel like the Wicked Project would is a better fit for Ariana. Oh my god, yes. That's that's another one I'm I'm super excited for. Um Jonathan Jonathan Bailey from uh Bridgerton is playing uh the the male lead. He's playing Fierro. <gasps> that was announced a couple of weeks ago. Like we were we were recording when when the story came out. I saw it after the fact and I just I forgot to to bring it up before then but um yeah so it's that's exciting yeah and he's um he's very much a stage actor um you know he's done a lot of stuff on the west end and been on broadway so it, it'll be good no i'm on a broadway kick okay i also need to go get tickets to the piano lesson august wilson's the piano lesson samuel l jackson's in it i'm like what the I'm missing all these great actors. I need to go. I'm here in this city. What is wrong with me? Yeah, sign up for that lottery. Yes, like bring bring me all the musicals. I um, ooh, that Wicked project sounds really interesting. Excited for that. Ooh, ooh. One thing that I I I was not excited about this week. Just one thing, because because there's a couple. <laughs> there's a couple. <laughs> All right, our girl Brandy, nerd 
to have possibly had a stroke or a seizure. I'm concerned. I, I hope Brandy's okay. I really, I, I don't know. It made me feel like we're, I feel like we're contemporaries, but we're not on the same level, obviously. <laughs> Whatever. But we're the same age. You know, we're, the, we're in the same like generation. I've been a fan for a long time. Well, and it's, you know, she's, she's one of those, like, because we're, you know, you and I are, are close in age and Brandy, Gabrielle Union, like we grew up with them. Yeah, we did. Like Brittany with, with Beyonce, we're, we're pretty, we're the same age as Beyonce. We grew up with a lot of these people and it just, that's sad. I hope she's okay. I hope she gets well. That's scary. And then you're like, oh my God, we're the same age. You know, we're around the same age. That just feels so, we need to change the subject. I'm getting, (laughs) I'm getting down, but there's another sad story too. And we might as well just get it out of the way. It just gets sad out of the way. Oh, you know, 2022, you've been a dick. Angela Lansbury was just the other day. Oh my God, Mrs. Potts. (laughs) Speaking of Disney classics, I can't. Oh my god! Oh. For for the for the listeners, I uh, we are we are recording this on October fourteenth. Uh, it is it is Friday. The actor who played Hagrid in the Harry Potter films uh, passed away today. I know. Rest in peace, Robbie Coltrane. And all the cast has done these beautiful posts about him about how he was so funny and kind and oh Hagrid I hate it I hate it and I've I've seen so many of there's there's a clip in uh one of the Harry Potter films where Harry says to Hagrid it's not Hogwarts without you Hagrid and every time it's like a punch to the chest fuck JK Rowling JK Rowling but you are not going to steal my joy in loving these characters that I kind of grew up with. And so Hagrid, rest in peace. It's not Hogwarts without you. Moving away from the sad into... The ridiculous? Absolutely ridiculous. Into the utterly ridiculous? Um, So, you know, Madonna recently um, posted a TikTok and the, the caption was, if I miss this, I'm gay. And then it showed a shot of a pair of underwear, like flying through the air, like somebody had thrown them towards a trash can and it missed. And then the video cuts back to Madonna and she kind of just tosses her hair and walks off. So did she come out as gay? I don't know what's happening. And I mean, if she did good for her, like that's, but, you know, for, as someone who, who is a gay icon to so many people, I'm not one of them, but so many people, so, so many people, this, this doesn't feel like, mm, this feels performative. I don't like it. This doesn't feel genuine at all. It, it, it doesn't feel, I don't know. I don't know. If it feels like she took a trend, um, because I have seen videos like this, um, for other things. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say a TikTok trend. It just feels insulting, especially since a lot of your fan base is the queer community. So it's just, it feels very flippant 
what's left of her fan base. Um, it's like how much of her fan base is left is how much of her original face is left. Oh God, they're going to come after me online, aren't they? <laughs> Those last three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the, the tens of fans that she has left. <laughs> um, will 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 be knocking on your door i i'll i'll be ready just like i'm sure that uh Nicki minaj and lotto are ready for each other when they if this was the way this was a weird beat you know what just like last week i was like cardi b you need to like chill sometimes i can't even keep up with who the fuck you're beefing with Nicki minaj what the fuck i need you to just calm down it now i will say this I found it extremely weird. I still can't quite figure out why. Uh, The Grammys moved her from the rap category to the pop category. So there's quite a few different angles to this, right? I've been thinking about this. Like, So either they feel like her music became more popular. Let's get literal about it. So they moved it out of the rap category. So are they saying rap is less popular than pop music? I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe the beat was too poppy for them. I mean, it sampled fucking Rick James, bitch. I don't understand. I am not a Nicki Minaj fan. I am not here uh, defending Nicki Minaj in any form, but that's a rap song. (laughs) She's rapping in it. So here is, you know, I've kind of, I've asked a few, a few people and the, the general consensus that I've gotten from people who uh, work regularly in the music industry is that they feel like it's a radio play thing because this song is getting more radio play on like the pop stations rather than the hip hop stations. Right. But then that makes me think, right? It, because pop music just means popular, really. So you're saying it has to play on the pop radio stations to be popular, like fuck the hip hop stations. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's weird. It's weird to me. I, I mean, if she, you know, if she wins, you know, it could, I believe she could be like the first uh, rapper to win in the pop category. All right. I mean, listen, I don't know. I don't know that that's true, but. So, you know, Nicki Minaj was probably a little more bothered by that than I was. And she put out a whole statement um, and then basically was like, well, if I'm going to be moved out of the rap category, what about Lotto? You know what I mean? So, and then that's how it started. And uh, she basically called her like a soccer fan. <laughs> she was like, weren't you online for, for my album, like with pink hair, wearing blah, 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 like just a few years ago. And then Lotto shot back and was like, you're older than my mom and you're trying to beef with me online. I was like, oh no, oh no, 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 no. So that was pretty funny. I thought I thought that was kind of hilarious. But ladies, 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 let's not fight. Let's not fight. It's not you, it's neither of you that's the problem in this, in this scenario. It's the Grammys committee whoever decides this it's not you guys yeah but you know also why why would nikki 
bring Lotto into this. Like Exactly. This is a person who's just being nominated for the first time. And so she wants to celebrate that. And now you've got like, you kind of poo-pooed all over her moment. Like, let her live. I don't like it. Mm-mm. She's she needs to take a step back and chill, chill out. Cause not everything's about you, boo boo. Hey, you got nominated for a Grammy. I'm just saying, how many artists that love music and that have been putting in work? And she was saying that she was like, oh, they have this thing where they're just giving awards away to all these new artists and not respecting the people that have been putting in the work for a long time. But you know what? Even some new new quote unquote new artists that are just popping off. They've been trying to pop off for mad long. I don't I don't know. I just thought it was like poor sportsmanship. I, I don't know what one had to do with the other. And see, I don't I don't even like like that statement bothers me as as someone who I interview a lot of independent artists. And you know, that reads to me that she's not appreciative of where she is right now. You know, that she's shitting on these people who are who are just trying to make music, you know, because they love it. And, and it was her, it was a nice moment for her and she kind of shit on it and that sucked. And she didn't even, the, the girl didn't do anything to her. So it just, stop it, stop it, Nikki. And now the Nicki Minaj fans are going to come after. I'm going to have Madonna's tens of fans and Nikki's tens of millions of fans. I stepped in it this week. I don't care. I said what I said. So we have one story and it is the most problematic story, but from the most problematic person in it. Well, I don't know the most problematic. Um, This week, he is the most problematic person in entertainment. Um, Kanye, in his White Lives Matter shirt on the White Lives Matter tour, went to his daughter's basketball game in the white lives matter shirt how embarrassing to his poor daughter i just what the hell is he doing not to mention the fact that we talked about it last week how i'm just i'm upset he's got a platform he has a voice i'm upset that he's using his voice to actively harm the people in his own community but then to pull that political stunt bullshit at your daughter's basketball game it's it's your daughter's game what is she in middle school like oh and let's look at it like this okay kanye west is a even even before all of this it was you either loved him or you hated him there was no real middle ground you know north is you know the daughter of Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Again, Kim Kardashian, one of the most divisive figures in pop culture. You either love her or you hate her. You know, there's no real, well, I mean, I'm ambivalent. So I'm I'm the middle area here. But, you know, there are going to be people who were already gunning for this little girl because they think her dad's whack. They think her mom's whatever, you know, and then dad shows up wearing a white lives matter shirt like she's not safe no that's that's so upsetting to me because he's bringing her into his mess i i feel so bad for her i really do i feel so bad for her it's 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 abusive honestly to me it feels really abusive yeah it's you know if if kanye wants to wear that shirt at his fashion shows at his events you know wear the shirt until you know it's threadbare and rots off your body i don't give a shit right don't don't bring that to your kids basketball game no it's 
that was so bad. I, oh, like I, I don't, I don't think that you know a parent should you know not be allowed to see their children in certain circumstances. This is a circumstance where I feel like Kim needs to put her foot down and be like, get your shit together, or you will not see these kids anymore. At this point, it's becoming a little bit concerning. You know, Kim, if if you're going to steal black culture, you can stand up for black people your children all of your children mm -hmm. yeah your sister's kids not not courtney's kids they're they're white um <laughs> your sister's kid and your other sister's kid but not that sister's kid <clears throat> but yeah so now that now that that's out of the way we can we can do the fun shit oh my favorite time buzzfeed quiz time yeah so this week, the quiz was, I'll only reveal your hot and famous 90s soulmate if you tell me which items you prefer from this list. And it's like you pick one of, they give you four options. You have to pick one of them. Um, some of them I was like, where's the none of the above option, but whatever. Got to play the game. Right, me too. So who'd you get? Who's your who's your 90s lover boy? My 90s soulmate, my hot and famous 90s soulmate, Heath Ledger. I love it. I love it. Oh, I'm so jealous. It says your soulmate is sweet and talented Heath Ledger. I'm sure he doesn't even have one thing to hate about you. Oh, I love a good 90s joke. Ah, Heath. Rest in peace, baby. Sexy. Love. Rest in peace, Heath Ledger. Miss you. So mine, I got Mario Lopez. Okay. He was hot in the 90s. He, I mean, he's hot. Stupid ass, but he's hot. Um, It says your soulmate is the always swole Mario Lopez. It doesn't matter if the bell rings, he'll never leave your side. So... And I mean, they picked a, a good picture of him. He's he those fucking dimples, man. I I hate that he's such a jackass. He is such a jackass, but damn it, those dimples are adorable. My goodness. All right. Well, now that we've gotten the quiz out of the way, uh, we have to get to our recommendations for this week. I'm gonna let you go first. Do we have another anti-recommendation? No, I, I I actually have like a for real uh, recommendation. Oh, wow. I'm excited. So um, there is this YouTube channel called uh, First We Feast. Um, and it's it's food related. Everything, that, all the content that they produce is food related. It is the home of probably one of the most original kind of talk shows um, on, on the planet. Um, and it's called Hot Ones. And basically what it is, is celebrities come on and they eat various degrees, various heat degrees of hot wings while while the host asks them questions. Um, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Um, it's a fantastic show. Uh, so, but this week I'm, I'm recommending 
there are there are several good episodes. Uh, the episode that was put out this week is particularly fantastic um, because the guest is one Viola Davis, and she gives on she gives just a full on like masterclass while eating these wings, and it's enjoyable. And you know she's fantastic. So so check if you, if you have a minute, you know check that out. Awesome. I will check that out. That sounds really fun and funny. I wouldn't want to do that though. It's, it's like, uh, Tom Holland's been on it. Uh, the, the Paul Rudd meme, look at us, who would have thought that's from hot ones. That's from that. Okay, great. I'm definitely going to listen to that. Well, this week, my recommendation is another activity this week. I want to recommend to the listeners that they do something that I love to do and I haven't been doing enough of, but I want to get back into doing it more often. And no, it's not sex. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where, where are we going? Where are we going with this? I would like to recommend that all the readers go to a bookstore this weekend and purchase a book or go to the library and borrow a book. Wherever you get your books, I recommend that you read. I just got a copy of Fire and Blood, the book that uh, House of the Dragon is based on. So I'm going to dig into that. But I also want to, you know, let listeners know that if they're looking for a good book to read this weekend, they should read Jamal's Incredible Adventures in the Church by Marion Clifton. It's a really great book. Very compelling read. Um, but yeah, just everybody, please go read it. Read a book. Go read something. It doesn't have to be a book. Maybe a comic book, a magazine, a newspaper. Something. No, no. Just put the put the newspaper down. <laughs> and you know what? Let's let's do this, okay? So if uh, you picked up a book uh, this past weekend, uh, track me or Elian down on Twitter. Send us a picture of the book cover, or you know if. If you're like if you're like me and you do like digital and and print, um, it can be a screenshot of the cover from from Kindle or whatever. Um, and then next week on the show, we'll do a whole segment of the books that y'all are reading. We'll we'll start a book club. I want to start a book club. Yes, a boozy book club. Oh, a boozy book club. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I also love alliteration, so there. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, great so, episode. That was a fun episode. Lovely catching up with all you beautiful people out there. Um, and until next time, I've been Miss Rodriguez panicking on a subway with 26 students. That was literally me. I've been me. <laughs> and until next time, I have been the seething rage since I found out that Queen Latifah would not be playing Ursula in the live action Little Mermaid. You know what? I've been that damn uh, sailing boat broken thing that stabbed Ursula. That's what I'll be for this movie. Fuck that. I'm sorry. Sorry, Melissa. But no. All right. So we'll see you all. We'll be here with you all next week. We'll see you on Thursday for the after party. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye, y'all.
This has been a Rod Wharton production. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.